0: Hi all, it's Wilmot George of CI's Tax, Retirement, and Estate Planning team. The title of today's podcast is, How Does the CRA Define Your Relationship? More specifically, we're going to talk about defining your relationship for tax purposes and marital status options for tax returns. An article on this topic is available on the Tax, Retirement, and Estate Planning page at CI.com. With limited exceptions, Canada's tax system requires everyone to file an individual income tax return for the year, even if married or living in a common-law relationship. Canada does not have joint married or common-law partner returns. However, when preparing tax returns, the CRA wants to know if you have a spouse or common-law partner, as some benefits, including GST and HST credits, Canada Child Benefits, and child care deductions are calculated based on family income and or marital status. Consequently, marital status is required on personal tax returns along with the net income of your spouse or common-law partner, if any. When preparing returns, marital status options include married, which applies only for a person to whom you are legally married, living common-law, where you are living with a person who is not your spouse but with whom you have a conjugal relationship, which generally has lasted for a period of at least 12 continuous months. Widowed, where, you, uh, where your spouse or common-law partner has died. Divorce, where you are legally divorced from your former spouse. Separated, where you've been living apart from your spouse or common-law partner because of a breakdown in the relationship for a period of at least 90 days. And Single, where you are not in a relationship and none of the prior marital status options apply. Taxpayers are required to tick the box that applies to them as of December 31st for the year for which the tax return is filed, and similar rules apply for Quebec tax purposes. Now, as simple as this might seem, some situations are more complex. Consider the following scenario. Duncan and Sue are legally married, but no longer live together as Duncan has advanced dementia and is moved to a nursing home. Duncan no longer recognizes Sue or remembers her name. They no longer socialize, nor do domestic chores or run errands for each other, and they show almost no signs of a conjugal relationship. Their interaction is limited to Sue visiting Duncan on occasion and ensuring that his financial needs are met. Given these circumstances, Sue would like to know her marital status for tax purposes. Should the couple be filing as married or separated? The tax rules do not define the term separated. However, CRA practice is to accept that a couple is separated when they live separate and apart because of a breakdown in their marriage or common law relationship for a period of at least 90 days without reconciliation. The determination of whether a couple is living separate and apart because of a breakdown in the relationship depends on the details of the situation. It is the CRA's general position that spouses or common-law partners are not living separate and apart for tax purposes when the separation is for reasons other than a breakdown of their relationship. This might occur where the separation is due to school or work or an involuntary separation such as for medical reasons. The courts have considered a list of characteristics that might define when a couple is and is not living separate and apart. They include shared shelter, sexual and personal relations, services provided, social activities, social perception as a couple, having children, and economic support. Now, the courts have stated that these characteristics may be present in varying degrees, and not all are necessary for a relationship to be found conjugal. For example, there can be a conjugal relationship without sex, or sex without a conjugal relationship. Each characteristic is weighted in the context of each case, and courts tend to be flexible in applying factors to determine the status of a relationship. So for Duncan and Sue's situation, whether the two are living separate and apart because of a marriage breakdown can only be determined after a more comprehensive review of their case. If it is determined that the separation was involuntary and due primarily to health reasons, it's likely that their marital status would remain married for tax filing purposes. Well, that brings this podcast to an end. We hope that you found it helpful, and we thank you for taking the time to listen. For more information on this and other tax, retirement, and estate planning content, please check out our website, That's the tax, retirement, and estate planning page at ci.com. Thanks again and have yourselves a great day. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment.